Sweet World, and welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Monday, April 6th. This is Film Session, and today we're breaking down Airbud. I'm Jay Skeets, and alongside me, thanks to the power of technology, Tass Mellis. Hey, bud. Hey, bud. We also got the bearded one, Trey Kirby. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. The international man of mystery, taking it to the max, Lee Ellis. Friends. Last but not least, making the magic happen is JD. Hello. There he is, and here we are. All right, before we dribble and drool, little housekeeping, email us your NBA questions and comments to nodunks at theathletic.com. We'll be beach-stepping it up later this week. Follow us on social media, Twitter and Instagram, at nodunksinc. We attempted to open a pack of basketball cards uh, <laughs> on Thursday last week, Lily. Wow, we were having some technical difficulties. Yeah, Instagram's fault, not ours. So uh, there was a lot of problems with people going live because everyone's going live right now. So I don't think Instagram can quite handle the load. That's mm. really what's happening. But uh, but we got there in the end. Yeah, and that's what's important. Did. We had to restart the yeah. thing like four times. I was getting angrier yeah. and angrier. But we did get to. Yeah. Uh, we got through the end of the pack. We had some good cards too. Oh, I had a great pack. And you know we're on Facebook at facebook.com slash nodunksinc. Well, I guess it's official. We're now on Facebook. All right. Our movie today, 1997's Air Bud, directed by the one and only Charles Martin Smith, starring a good boy named Buddy. Really, that's all that matters. (laughs) We don't need to worry about the humans in this. Uh, The IMDb synopsis, an unexpected player joins the school basketball team, a circus dog who escaped from a cruel master. That's the breakdown for this movie. Um, so we clarified before we were heading into watching this over the weekend that nobody had seen Airbud here on No Ducks, <laughs> which actually blew my mind. I guess that shows our age a little bit. I think when it came out, we were, you know, just probably we were too old to, to be watching Airbud at the time. We weren't like in that, you know, eight, nine, ten, eleven year old range. So, yeah, I had to wait until we were approaching forty to get in. Yeah. <laughs> well, Much I was cur- I was curious if any of you guys with your kids. Um, you know, over the weekend, watched it with them, or did you go? Uh, did you go solo watching Airbud like I did? Oh, I watched it with uh, our kids, and our youngest Ada liked it fine. You know, she was like dying laughing at a dog making uh, basketball shots, and our oldest Isla, five years old, hated it in <laughs> tears so many times. Uh, I wish I had never watched this movie with my kids, but then I would have been stuck watching Airbud by myself as a grown up. So it's a real catch twenty two, but. Wow, I don't even know if this is a good movie for children. <laughs> was it? Do you think because the dog wasn't being treated properly? A hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, from the get-go, you've got this opening scene uh, with the angry clown who hates being a clown, which left me explaining for the rest of the weekend. What, Daddy? Why doesn't he like being a clown? I'm like, I don't know. He's just an angry old man. That's just how some people are. Uh, but yeah, they hated the way the dog was treated at the beginning. They hated uh, when the dog had to go back to the clown they hated the harry and the hendersons homage scene Mm -hmm. the only thing they did like was when the dog was playing basketball and the dog doesn't even play basketball that much in this movie (laughs) no there is not a lot of basketball really being played by this dog (laughs) i I agree with you (laughs) what about you lee did you watch with your boys no, no, no. I watched it by myself because I just wanted to get through it as quick as possible. I didn't want to have to do any uh, pausing and answering questions. Uh, pausing, yeah, nice. Fire the punch. Two, yeah. <laughs> two, two things that stood out for me because on the, on the cover of the video, it shows him dunking. So I was expecting 
I thought we were just going to go completely crazy and it was going to be a dog just throwing down dunks and alley-oops and things like that. But it was actually kind of uh, just a trained dog who could use his snout to uh, put yeah. the ball in the basket a few times. And he walked pretty well in uh, in the in the basketball shoes there too. <laughs> but what I, I actually, it was the, I think, you know, pretty much the very first scene of the movie where the clown opens the door to the kid's birthday party and the kid kicks him in the shins, I yeah. thought instantly of our friend and former colleague, Rick, the cameraman, who was the first goofy. And he said that that's all kids used to do. Was, <laughs> in fact, kicking in the shins wasn't too bad, but he was always getting punched in the nuts. And I thought yeah. that's, uh, that's exactly what happens. Kids see a clown or someone dressed up and they just go straight to try to hurt them. Yeah, I w- it was driving me nuts um, who the actor was playing the clown. And then it hit me that he was one of the inmates in uh, The Green Mile. Yeah. Michael oh. yeah, Right? Like, I think the guy with, like, did he have, like, a little, um, like, was not a hamster. Like, yeah. Was it just a rodent or something? I don't know, that he became friends with? Yeah, it was a mouse, wasn't it? Was it a mouse, yeah, it was. You're right, you're right. I thought that was Lanny McDonald. <laughs> Talk about old. <laughs> What a reference. You want an old mustache callback. <laughs> There's one. I, wow. I had no idea this was based on a true story. Loosely based on a true story. Yeah. It ba- basically is... Like we would base something on a true story. Like okay, there's 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 this. I had no idea though that I, I Stephen J. Nesbitt uh, was the guy who broke it down to me. In 1989, a waiter found a stray golden retriever in the woods yep. in Yosemite Valley. The dog carried a pine cone and dropped it at the man's feet. The man threw the pine cone and the dog brought it back. The man kept the dog. He named him Buddy. Then he showed up on David Letterman because he was taught to shoot hoops. Yep. He could shoot hoops. And then he, he was a halftime act. Dennis Rodman pulled him off the court once because he came back onto the court on the Detroit Free Press. There's a photo of Dennis Rodman holding the dog. He replaced Comet once on Full House. His buddy was making buckets. Bob Saget tossed the ball up and Buddy banged it home. Dave Coulier and John Stamos <laughs> went nuts. Well, Dave Coulier did. John Stamos was too cool for school. Uh, and and uh, then 1997, he became the movie star. Amazing. Yeah, that's cr- it is crazy. And yeah, then he died in 1998. Yeah. Oh, wow. Then, then we had a bunch of other buddies uh, playing the role of Air Bud. Yeah. So he wasn't three or four years old as it was <laughs> no, said in the right. final scene. Well, clearly not three years old if you've ever spent any time with a dog. Like, is, that dog was older than time. <laughs> JD, J- J- you seem angry that we even have to talk uh, about this It movie. was such a chore to sit through this thing, man. My 11-year-old son walked out of it. So, <laughs> I am not watching this garbage. Yeah, okay, so I did want to sort of like chronologically go through this movie. We're not going to go every scene but you guys are talking about that first one like the clown and the hound i um you know so we got the clown at the birthday party at one point i thought he was throwing snooker balls at buddy did yeah. anybody else think those things looked heavy to me but he was sure whipping them he was chucking them at the at buddy who was catching them <laughs> like a good boy no problem um the part that dro- drove me nuts though is like this guy's driving around in like a beat-up pickup truck but he had a car phone <laughs> yeah, in 1997, car phones yeah. were like a couple grand, if I'm not mistaken. Like way back then, like the, his his pickup truck later in the movie is legit falling apart, and this guy has a car phone in it, so he is putting you know his money into the wrong thing, if you ask me. Um, but I'm also yeah, so it, a little upset with uh, the mom who threw this birthday party. First of all, what kind of mom hires a clown like that for her birthday party? Yeah. Look at his truck. It's got an angry face clown on the top of it. You know that's a bad sign. Second of all, when Buddy botches uh, like the big ball toss and the clown goes flying, 
There's no problems at that point. He just falls down, could have been yeah. fine, but then the mom just starts howling yeah. at this clown, and that's when everything goes haywire. Yeah, yeah. It's, can, uh, I, can I just on, say mom. about the clown? I mean, he's supposed to be an angry, you know, unhappy, bad clown. You cast Michael Jeter, who is one of the greatest physical actors of all time. And by the way, as a clown, he's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Like, hilarious. Like, if... if Kids sitting there watching him doing the like messing up the way he was, they would be howling with laughter. <laughs> like it, the fact True. that he's bombing and is just so unrealistic to me. And then he's throwing balls at a dog who's lying down and catching it, and the kids are going wild. I've seen every dog that I've ever met do that. Like, it's not cool. It's <laughs> right. not great. It's nothing. You've never thrown a ball that hard at a dog. Not a billiard ball. No, you're right. <laughs> so, but, yeah, so, but that doesn't that speak to how bad the clown is, and and that's why he can't maintain a job. Maybe he's just not a good clown. Hey, yeah, no, there's no doubt he's he he sucks at the tricks. Uh, but you know, my my point is that Michael Jeter is one of the great comic actors. He he was on Sesame Street as a clown. They only hire the best. Mm. Wow. And if you've ever seen The Fisher King, he he steals the show with his physical comedy from Robin Williams. Yeah, of all people. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so you didn't you didn't like that he was cast as a bad clown. Itself. No, get a yeah. get a big, you know, whatever, an old fat guy who's actually, <laughs> you know, bad at being a clown. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Well, we uh okay, so he's upset with Buddy cuz he feels like he ruined the whole birthday party, so He's on his way in his beat-up pickup truck. He's going to, I guess, drop him at the pound, right? That's what he's using, yeah, the car phone to says. call. Yeah, 20 minutes yeah. away. So Buddy falls out the back. Then we get this like quick little scene where somehow an 18-wheeler avoids hitting the dog crate, but the mom slams <laughs> right into it. That drove me nuts. And then, if you notice, she hits it again while she's pulling yeah, away. Yeah. <laughs> Holy Crap, mom. Okay, so then the family, Josh and, and his mom, and, and well, hold uh, on. But yeah, she hits. She hits the crate, which releases Buddy, who's in yeah. a clown suit. Yeah, fine. She's she's distracted with the daughter in the back, but Josh doesn't say anything. He just yeah. looks at him. It's like, hey, there's a dog dressed as a clown that just climbed out of that box, mom. <laughs> yeah, he's he's, he's, an, he's an introspective kid. Yeah. Okay, he's, fine. He's always thinking. He's always one step ahead with his brain like he's thinking where did this clown come from where did he how did he get that outfit on that's a weird choice of red and white on his body <laughs> so the family moves to uh fernfield i think the place is called right where where everything is possible yeah. Yeah. noted yeah. director noted nice little tell there yes yeah. where everything is possible in beautiful fernfield uh, we watched uh, kevin garnett last week anything is possible now everything is possible yeah i was wondering if that's where kg was inspired from uh maybe he had just watched Airbud. who knows so the mom casually brags about working at the third largest factory in north america that's cool my favorite brag, piece mom. of adr in the whole movie oh that was fantastic uh we learned that josh loved um, you know he loves the ABA. He loves basketball. <laughs> yeah, and that we and that his dad died in a crash. Right? Is that plane, plane crash? Plane crash. Yeah. Was, yeah. yeah, like he was a pilot. That um, was strange. He was unpacking yeah. unpacking his own stuff, and he's got a photo of the article from last year. <laughs> yeah, about his dad dying. Yeah, it, it, why would morbid. he have an article? 
Yeah. And then he then he pulls out like that. That was how the director decided to tell the story. I guess it's just a mistake. Yeah. Then he pulls out a photo of him and dad. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, the article, strange one. That should have came out of uh, mom's napkin box, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's like the worst exposition. I mean, this this whole movie is lazy exposition. But he unpacks the first thing he unpacks <laughs> is a basketball. The second thing is the article. Shout yeah. out to the prop department, by the way, because the art. I freeze the article and I read it. Yeah, the best line. Captain Fram is best known for being the first man to break the sound barrier with a banana and a long sports sock. Actual no line from from the uh, <laughs> the article. He's a legend. Third thing he takes yeah. out of the box is the framed picture, as you said, Tass, of himself on his dead dad's shoulders dunking the basketball <laughs> okay. he had just unpacked. Okay. We get it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got to tell <laughs> well, the story of Josh Fram. Yeah. Uh, f- first of all, I, I, I actually thought about pausing it and reading that article, JD. Kudos, <laughs> kudos to you for doing it. It shows how, how into these podcasts you are. What a yeah. change from the basketball shows <laughs> we did on a daily basis to these shows. So... Then, um, you know, then we sort of are at the school. Mom is meeting the principal of the school that Josh is going to be attending. Um, is it a middle school? It's not high school, is it? Can, can anybody confirm that it's for me? It's got to be a middle school. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, okay. Because he's, he's like 10. 10? Yeah, yeah, I thought he was about 10, fifth grade yeah. 10, something like that. Okay. Um, so Josh tries his hand at the trombone, which I would like to point out, an excellent instrument. That is, uh, <laughs> that is the uh, instrument that I picked up. I was in high school. I only took one music class. The trombone is just a hilarious instrument oh, yeah. to play. It's the funniest be, instrument. It's by far the funniest instrument. Um, I was yeah. garbage at it. You got to be one of my good buddies um, from college played trombone all throughout high school. So he just kept his trombone in the trunk of his car, and anytime it would be like two in the morning, there was a party and everybody's going crazy. He'd sneak out to his car, come back in, and start playing um bom 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 bom. That's all he knew of Louie Louie, but it always brought the house down. Oh, that's brilliant. That is brilliant. So as an experienced trombone player, is it possible to blow so hard that the slide flies off um. of the end of it? No, maybe I just, yeah, I don't think so. Maybe I just didn't have, you know, the wind power within this frame of mind. Um, But no, I never experienced anything like that. And that's all I was trying to do. I was just like blow as hard as I could on the trombone. And uh, no, it never slid off like that. Um, That was just a hilarious little addition to the movie. Hey, man, it's Fairfield. Anything can happen. Fernfield. 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 Everything is possible. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, So then, okay, so then Josh goes, he finds like, I guess an abandoned church. And he finds behind the abandoned church, I think, um, this court that's like just, you know, littered with leaves and vines and everything. He's been carrying a ball around the whole time, though, um, that's in his knapsack. It's not easy to put a basketball in a knapsack, by the way. No. It's I, it's not. It's not. Uh, I mean, you know, you always are carrying around a LeBron James <laughs> knapsack, Lee. It's not easy, right? No, no, no. But why would you want it in the knapsack anyway? You got to carry it with you. You know, just show people you got a ball. You're ready to play. You know, you don't right. put it in there. It's just right. it just doesn't fit. So he bricks two shots. I mean, this guy, this kid stinks. Uh, the second one is not. The first one's sort of close. The second one's not even close. Um, and then he has sort of the first little encounter with the idea that Buddy's back there, right? Like, back in the bushes, because the ball gets kicked back out. How many days do you guys think has passed 
since he saw Buddy on the side of the road to that moment? Is it a day? Is it a weekend? Oh, that's a great question. Because yeah. like Buddy was pretty, he was pretty gnarly looking when we eventually see him. Mm-hmm. Like it looks yeah. like he'd been out in the wild for a bit. Maybe a week. Yeah, I think that's about right. Something like that. Um, then we go what to the was basketball with tri- the, What was with the mystical sort of air of the church and the, the courtyard? I mean, it was like he was stepping into Middle Earth or something. Yeah. Yeah. I just assumed that was trying to tell us that Buddy is an angel dog. You know, his dad mm. uh, was who oh. he learned to play basketball with. So he finally encounters uh, this <laughs> the only other thing he can play basketball with, a dog at a church. So perhaps Air Bud is Angel Bud. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I had no real explanation for that as well. Um, but yeah, a lot of a lot of magical things are happening in that back that backyard uh, court that the church has. I'm thinking this kid needs an Instagram. He is finding the coolest hidden <laughs> hoops right. in all of Fernfield. <laughs> and make sure you tag at uh, basketball courts. You know, yeah, exactly. Retweeted. Um, yeah, so then we we'll, we'll go we'll, we'll be back at the abandoned church in a second, but we have the basketball tryout scene. This scene straight up killed me. I loved it. The coach's first words to the team was, "You're here today to try out for the school's finest tradition, basketball." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? That's the school's finest tradition. Um, and then Josh just sits there the whole practice. Okay, a little weird. You're just there. Why are you there? I guess he's obviously nervous, doesn't want to get out there. But after tryouts, the coach sees him, and instead of asking Josh, like, hey, kid, uh, you know, why didn't you play, right? I think that would have been a natural thing to ask the kid if you were a coach of a team. Like, hey, what was going on? Why didn't you get out there? Instead, he just goes, hey, you're new here, right? Cool. We need a manager. You got to work twice as hard. Yeah, See you on practice it's the Friday worst thing afternoon. Ever. What the hell? <laughs> this coach is the worst, and he gets even worse later on in the movie. Um, he's very abusive, as we learn. Well, it's sort of, it's pretty much, if you're a middle school coach in a Disney film and you're focused, that focused on winning, it's like being a teenage girl and having sex in a slasher film. Like, you're dead. Like, you're a goner, man. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. I just couldn't believe him. He's just so, it's not that he was even really mean. He was just like, Come on, that kid's been sitting there the whole practice. Like, why wouldn't you at least just start asking him why he didn't want to try out or play? <laughs> yeah. Or, like, like, address like, him at all during the tryout. <laughs> He's just sitting there watching. And then, also, if you're going to try and sell the kid on being the manager, don't start with, hey, you got to work twice as hard. <laughs> like, maybe, like, hey, it'd be cool if you're around the team. You're sort of one of us, you know? Like, he just comes in hot. And, uh, yeah. I, you know, I guess it worked on Josh. He was in. He was going to be the manager. Um... We go back to the abandoned church. This is the first real encounter with Buddy. Um, and I want to know who, who of the group here was a big snack packs guy. You know, who liked, the, who liked those little pudding uh, cups? I, I got to say, I loved those puddings. Did you? Oh, yeah. yeah, those are so good. I can see why Air Bud was into it. <laughs> Definitely. What, 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 what was that, a vanilla? That was a vanilla, yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Lock it in. I don't, I, I don't think. I didn't think dogs were into those sort of sweets, though. You know, mm. I thought they were. You, you want to give them some sort of, you know, I don't know. Well, he didn't have. He didn't have much. Well, he's else been to out there for a week. Yeah, yeah he's, yeah. he's starving. When yeah, you're not on the sh- streets, you're loving the sweets. He should. <laughs> he should have turned away from that pudding. Oh God, no! I haven't eaten for four weeks. <laughs> no, well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, just, just I, I don't know. I thought he would have had like a, a half-eaten sandwich or something like that, and said, "Here, you want this?" You know. <laughs> Rather than give mm. up the goods straight away. I mean, he doesn't know the dog. 
He doesn't know him at all, and he's giving him the good stuff, you know? Yeah. It actually, they should have made, they should have made the mom, uh, instead of working at the napkin factory, that she worked at, like, the pudding factory, because Mm. he has a lot of these to give the dog. And it would have made a little more sense there. She gets a discount. She's an employee, um, you know. But uh, he's got a ton of these. He's always coming through with these uh, pudding cups for the dog. Also, question with this scene. Why in hell would you knock down a fence that is two feet away from the water if you're fixing up a basketball court? Like, you're going to hoop on this court, and now you've just opened up this, you know, 10-foot-wide uh, opening that goes into the water. He should, he should have thought that through. I know it's a beautiful setting, but... More importantly, who would put up a fence two feet from the water on the most picturesque spot, yeah. literally on Earth, maybe? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, how, is, how is there a basketball court next to the most expensive real estate in British Columbia? I mean, it's just... it's. So implausible. And why Why do they even show the water? Like, I don't understand. It's, I guess it's part of the mystical element of this basketball court, right? I mean... Yeah, it's also his reaction to it. Like, whoa, I've never seen the water in the mountains before. <laughs> you live there, man. Yeah, How's, there. How is it possible? So, I, I guess part of the, uh, the mystical nature of the scene also is depicted on the sign out front of the church that isn't quite filled in. There's mm-hmm. a lot of letters missing it, but it says, welcome, seek, and ye shall find. Yes. So I, I guess mm-hmm. he did some seeking. Uh, but then the, the ball is so deflated. Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden, Buddy's popping it up. Like it's, <laughs> like it's over inflated. Like he, yeah. he can just pop it 500 feet into the air. Yeah, this is when they first play basketball. It took about 20 minutes, but we uh, finally had a dog playing basketball sort of with Josh there. Um, and uh, Josh, as we said, was like had never hit a shot, it appeared, before that dog showed up. And there's something magical about that dog being around and that he's suddenly pretty solid. I do love that. He like, doesn't he just chuck the ball over his head? Like he just guns like yeah. it, he just throws it yeah. over his head and it's like suddenly turns into a sick alley-oop to the dog. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure that's that, the that's first That's the shot. very first basket. Yeah, yeah. That's the first basket because cause he, he turns around and he looks and he's, you know, because he couldn't believe it went in. And then I think from there they just start playing basically pickup immediately. It was yeah. uh, quite a quick transition. Well, hold on. <laughs> they, they, he didn't start getting baskets till later on, right? I mean, he was playing with them. Josh is getting baskets, but the dog isn't, right? Oh, right. Uh, yeah, I guess they're just running around playing with it. But, right. but, you know, it's a pretty quick sort of connection that he's like, all right, I can now play with this dog. This dog right. is mine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this dog is making me good at basketball. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's right. And so then we go back to the house. This is where we get the uh, the bath scene. Um, this one had to be – had this, this scene was a huge hit, I imagine, with the kids. Uh, oh, this Trey. was a banger. Uh, they couldn't believe – uh, specifically how many bubbles there were in <laughs> in the tub. They're like, why do they have so many bubbles? I was like, you guys are right. This would be terrible to clean up if this were an actual dog. Everybody would be slipping all over their tile floors. There's no way Buddy would be able to traverse his way from the bathroom to the rest of the house without destroying everything. But yeah, it was a great scene. Dude, I mean, what did you think about the song selection too? Oh, duh. It's the most okay boomer thing of all time. It, even back in 1997, that song is ancient. Like, corny to the point, again, hair standing on end. It's like, please, f- off with this already. <laughs> You're a bath guy, too, so that's shocking for you to say. Yeah, wow, splish splash. Uh, Lee, did you freak out when the, the, the leaf blower showed up? <laughs> <laughs> it was great timing, wasn't it? 
Yeah. Really? I just you imagined know, just, you just watching this, freaking it. out on this leaf blower with him putting on the dog. You're just screaming. Nah, 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 I was okay with that. It was fine. I, really? I, it's a, a gas-powered leaf. leaf blower inside the house? <laughs> He's trying <laughs> to, to stay quiet, too? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, He's not doing a good job. I'm just, I, I, I'm just on the lookout for this leaf blower here this morning, but so far I haven't seen him. But mm. I'll, I'll let you know if he's here. <laughs> You'll hear him anyway. Yeah, we'll <laughs> hear your f bombs going left and right. Uh, so then, Buddy trashes the place. Um, you know, not a smart decision to leave open cans of paint mm. just lying around. Uh, there's like two or three of them up on a ladder because uh, oh. they're renovating this place. This place is also a baller house. I know she's yeah. working two jobs. Mom's doing a lot. It's a nice place in Fernfield. I don't know. It's uh, I guess where everything is possible. Yeah, exactly. They probably got a lot of insurance money after uh, husband's Ooh. death, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, I hadn't thought about that. Mm, uh, and then, so, yeah, so the dog screws <laughs> up, and then the mom's like, oh, this is bad, you know, and there's the whole, like, can I keep him, can I not? Um, I, I, I found all this slapstick comedy so jarring, didn't you guys? It was just... Well, why do you say that? Well, the I mean, it started with the clown in the opening scene where mm-hmm. the clown gets the ball off the head and, and does the um, the real curly, the, the three stooges, whoa, 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 and it didn't stop, like the baths, the paint falling. Later on, when the referee takes the ball in the head and he has to go into concussion protocol, <laughs> it didn't stop. Yeah, One of those scenes... Every single time, I guess they do. I guess, I guess it was a blast. I guess if they, if the girls were laughing, Trey, I guess the director was right. Then we find out the janitor is an old Knicks player, Arthur Cheney. <laughs> so they, Josh like uh, approaches uh, Arthur, the janitor, and does he not tell tell Josh, "Nah, kid, that guy's dead." Yeah. That's what Arthur Cheney says yeah. to him when he shows him his basketball card, and he's like, no, that's not me. That guy's dead. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, but I guess Josh couldn't really call him on it because he had been snooping through his belongings. That's how he saw the Knicks jersey. So he can't yeah. be like, um, actually, I was in your office looking through everything. You're alive, sir. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. Maybe Arthur Cheney was just trying to say, I'm metaphorically dead. I used yeah. to want to take every single shot. Now I pass the ball. I think you're right. I think you're right. And then Josh spies on him playing hoops by himself, and uh, Arthur Cheney blows a dunk right away. So uh, he definitely played for the Knicks. Uh, that 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 fact checks. Um, I also at this part we get the whole, uh, and I tweeted this yesterday that Air Bud is it a Christmas movie? Because I, I panicked quite a for a second of, when that got, happened. Yeah, I I didn't know this happened. Of course, I'd never seen this movie, but you know they pretty they lean they lean into the Christmas break and. What's the the story she's reading? Um, uh, yes, Virginia, there yes. is a Santa Claus. Yeah, so um, I don't know. You're trying to tell me Die Hard's a Christmas movie? Maybe Air Bud's a Christmas <laughs> nah. movie. No? Nah. Okay. Um, then Josh gets the invitation. Lee, you played yes. on a lot of uh, sort of you know high school, middle school basketball teams. Yeah. Did you ever get an invitation in your uh, locker left for you? Attention, you're invited to a private tryout. No, never got it like that. But what we did get, what I did relate to was your name written down on the piece of paper like it was. I think it was, uh, you know, every second Friday or whatever, whenever the team was announced, you had to go and check to see if you were on there. And that was like, as soon as you, you know, as soon as you knew the PE teacher had put that up there, you were like, you're running over to see if your name was on there. So I could relate to him with that feeling of that joy when he saw his name there and he was very excited. So, um, 
yeah, that was that was it. But no, no actual invitations into the locker room, no, into or into the uh, into your locker. <laughs> right, and then the, and this is of course um, the janitor's doing. He slipped this into uh, into Josh's locker. Um, he wasn't supposed to get this tryout from mm. the coach. Um, That's right. Just, yeah. What a what a weird way to go about in middle school <laughs> of having a private tryout. Hey, janitor, do you know their lockers? Can you please slip this in? That is. That was fascinating. But then, yeah, this is when we go back to the church, and this is where I, I, I should correct myself. This is where Josh throws that no-look alley-oop uh, that Buddy straight swishes. And this is 45 minutes into the movie, and now we are really playing some basketball. And I think Buddy goes 12 for 12. I don't think Buddy misses in uh, in this particular little um, warm-up session. I don't think church. he misses in the entire movie, does he? Yeah. No, I don't think Buddy does. I think he's perfect. You're right. Um so I guess yeah. So now he's sort of practicing with Josh, and then we get the we get the tryout. Um, the coach, by the way, reminds me of George W. Bush so much. <laughs> Anybody else pick pick up on that? <laughs> sure, he's got a, like the thin, tight lips and kind of like squinty eyes. A similar yeah, look for sure. Yeah, and he's like throwing on a weird accent too. Um, so this is weird because Josh hits one layup. That's it. He hits one right hand layup, and he's like, boom, you're on the team. He's on the Timberwolves team. And I know a couple, what do they say, like a couple, the twins or something? Oh, the Simmons twins. Simmons twins moved out of town unexpectedly. They moved to Canada. They moved to Canada. (laughs) Um, So he's on the team. And and then we get the thing with uh, the kid with the funny hair cut. I guess his name's, his full name is Tom Stewart. <laughs> yeah, I was so confused because at one point he was called Stuart early on. And I'm like, okay, his name's Stuart, and then later somebody called him Tom, and I'm like, what is this kid's name? Are they screwing up here in the movie? But I, you know, there's a lot of calling guys by their last names. How does uh, Tom Stewart get so many minutes? Is a question I would have for both coaches. This guy can yeah. barely catch a ball. Both coaches have to teach him how to catch the ball, but I think it's kind of, um, you know, he's one of the taller kids around for uh, fourth through sixth grader, so automatically you're getting the start. Yeah, and and Tom's like, what? He's got Scottie Pippen's orange peel, right? For good luck, <laughs> yeah. and then he's uh, he's got there's other Sean Kemp's, Kemp's apple core. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then uh, Rodman's gum later on in yeah. the movie. This guy's a real creep. <laughs> Tom's strange. Um, the, real, the real actor's name has also got a real great name: Shane S H Y N Solberg. Ooh, Ooh. wow, that is. Yeah, and he's name. and he's thirty six years old. Right now, yeah. Oh, okay, well, is he still younger. playing ball? <laughs> he got, can he catch a pass? Yeah. Years ago, so, yeah. yeah, he was. Um, he's Canadian, so he probably doesn't play basketball. Mm. So, Buddy heads to the gym while this is going on because he can't get into Josh's bedroom because they have that whole thing where um, you know Josh leaves the window open, and Buddy makes his way up to the roof. Pretty incredible. Uh, yeah, how he, gets, how he, how he gets up there. That was pretty pretty amazing. But I was confused by this, why, why Buddy is like, oh, no, the window's not open. Like, didn't we just have a scene prior where the family had Buddy in the house um, for Christmas? Yeah. yeah. He comes down, and, like, they got a bow on him, and they're like, it feels at that point like, okay, Buddy's a part of the family. And then, I don't know, and then, like, right after, I know they got to find a way to get the dog at the gym, so this is what they do. Like, oh, I can't get in the window. Let me just track him down. But that was, that was odd. Cause like it just feels like he's part of the family now. Like, what, what? just let him in. Yeah, exactly. So we get the first basketball game. Um, pure pandemonium. Buddy slip sliding around that court because he's there. 
Uh, we got this number three. What's number three's name? That guy is hacking left and right. He fouls out twice in this movie. That kid. <laughs> was that Michaels? There was Michaels, a Michaels who at one yeah. point uh, yeah. he got benched after yelling at the ref. I loved that kid. Uh, I, yeah. I had a lot of respect for that kid. If you talk to a ref uh, when you're that young, you're instantly hitting the bench, no matter who the coach is. I love that part. Yeah, so everybody's trying to catch Buddy. This is quite the scene. I mean, this is, uh, again, speaks to what you were talking about, Tass. Like, just this slapstick hilarity. Everybody trying to catch a dog. Not, not easy to catch a dog, no doubt. Um, ref gets clocked in the head. Buddy scores, you know, throughout all this. And people are going nuts. The principal... <laughs> This is the weirdest line in the movie. The principal goes, he's a regular Michael Wolf Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell does that mean? Can't believe that nickname never caught on for Jordan during his final season with the Bulls. Like, why wouldn't you just go Charles Barkley? You know, like, (laughs) at least pun it up. And she instead just says Wolf. You you know, yeah, because they just want to say Michael Jordan. You're right. Um... So that was that's odd. Then right after that, we get the weird scene of Coach Joe abusing Tom by chucking balls at him, and I guess he's immediately fired. Right? This is a, yeah. like a really weird scene to me. Like that, Buddy leads them up there, and then the principal and everybody sees um, Coach Joe just chucking balls at Tom yeah, Stewart. You never see him again after that, do you? Yeah. Like, because uh, the other guy takes over, and 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 it's like so. Okay, I guess I guess he was out, but there was no sort of incident or no actual firing to get rid of him. So it was just assumed like you'd be like that, you're out of the, you're out of the school. <laughs> basically. Yeah. Which yeah. is fair. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, you shouldn't be after the game chucking balls at a student <laughs> at a kid. Like so an yeah, angry we get coach... clown chucking billiard balls at a dog. Yeah, right. Uh, we get coach Cheney, he takes over. Um, his uh, his playbook is right from uh, Shep from above the rim. He encourages playing without a basketball. Mm. Uh, Doesn't so Coach Carter do that as well? Uh, were they playing they, with the basketball? I don't, know. I don't no. think question. so. No. I do love a no them. balls basketball scene, though. You got to learn the fundamentals. Yeah, yeah. This is a funny scene. Uh, if if we, uh, Coach Carter asked me, what are you afraid of? I would answer, playing basketball without basketballs. <laughs> That's not fun. You don't That's like it? Like fun. Fun. <laughs> no, I don't think you're learning all that much. No, I'd love no. it. I'd be so good at it. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You would be good at it. Um, As an audio so- nerd, that scene where he he reveals the invisible ball, all I could hear was the swishing of his windbreaker. Like oh. I could not hear what he was saying. It was just driving me insane. Why why have him wear that jacket? The the audio person should have said something. Hey, we can't have him wear this. He's wearing a shirt underneath. Just tell him to take it off. Like what? You're you're talking about uh, Josh wearing. The, no, 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 Coach Cheney. Oh, the Coach Cheney well, is a, is like, hey, we're gonna. I, here's an invisible ball. I guess he was saying that because all I could hear was swish, swish, swish. Every move he made. Hmm. It was infuriating. Well, we also, because Josh, when he shows up for that practice the one time, I think is wearing a full blown, yeah. um, you know, track suit. Did you guys have uh, tearaway pants? Oh, absolutely. Of yeah. course. Oh, those are. What a we- those are weird when you think back to them. Like how like sort of, I don't know. Were they comfortable? The material inside was a little odd. Uh, but man, was it fun to they're tear super those away. comfortable. I would love to have a pair right now. This weather's perfect for them. Ooh, yeah. Right? You need you need to layer up here in Atlanta. It's cool in the mornings, but it gets nice and warm. It'd be perfect. Those starter <laughs> pants. 
I mean, we didn't really get starter jackets when we were named the starters, so it's highly unlikely we'd have, we would have ever have gotten starter pants, but I would have adored it if we were sent some of those starter pants. Yeah, I much prefer a tearaway pant to like a swish pant that they were wearing here because that's like just wearing a sauna around on your yeah, legs. You're yeah, you're so hot. Oh my god, you sweat so much in those things. Um, and the yeah, you're right. and the jackets weren't even surf style jackets like back in the in the nineties. Yeah. Those were, were the ish. Yeah. So we get the Airbud halftime act. Um, Lee, do you prefer an Airbud halftime show or Christian and Scooby? Oh, I've got to go with Christian and Scooby. I mean, having having seen them perform in person a couple of times, it's much better. Uh, I mean, Scooby, he's balancing on a ball by himself. I didn't see Bud doing that. Yeah. Do you think maybe Scooby should consider wearing like uh, little miniature shoes and a jersey? Oh, uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think they need that, the dogs. You know, I think I think uh, their paws are strong enough. They don't need the shoes. I mean, put the jersey on, maybe, sure. Yeah. But I, I don't think you need to go all the way because he looked like he was walking in high heels, bud, when he had, whenever he had basketball <laughs> shoes on. Oh, you yeah, because every time he sprinted onto the court at full speed, those paws and claws are slip sliding yeah. away. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I gave him a lot of grip once he had the shoes on. Yeah. And I'm sure Arthur Cheney, as a former janitor, would have hated to have his court all scratched up like that. <laughs> He's all angry. He takes like, the oh, dog. Come on, I gotta buff those scratches out. Oh my goodness. Uh, Christian I- and Scooby also doing some telethon performances for the the city of Cleveland as well. Check out his Instagram page. Oh, cool. I I really enjoyed it. Okay, cool. I didn't know that. Um, cool, I think yeah. uh, I think a canine jersey though, a Timberwolves canine jersey would be the <laughs> ultimate Coachella uh, jersey in like 2030 to wear. <laughs> Have you ever seen it, Trey? I mean, we should make a K9 jersey. Wow, that's a good question. I don't think I've ever seen an Airbud jersey. I know they have a lot of those websites that make like, yeah. you know, like a Teen Wolf jersey or something. I don't think I've seen them seen anybody go for the full K9, but they should sell it as a two-pack. You get a Josh Fram and you get a K9 for your dog <laughs> as well. It's a great Halloween costume. Yeah, it is pretty good. Also, is this an American thing, Trey, or did middle schools like legit have your name on the back of a jersey? Never. Uh, that's Never. What, um, that's a na- that's a note I had as well. Cause for us, it was like our middle school jerseys were the hand me downs that the high school varsity yeah. handed down to the junior varsity that then yeah. eventually made it to the eighth grade that made it to the seventh grade. So we were wearing thirty year old uniforms. Uh, <laughs> I didn't really necessarily believe it that Larry Willingham transferred mid season and then still got another jersey from the Warriors. <laughs> they yeah. just must be loaded at wherever uh, the school district is. But yeah, I guess for, they're probably – it seemed to me like they were in Seattle uh, yeah. or at least somewhere close to that. So maybe they got that Amazon money. Yeah, yeah. they mentioned the Sonics a couple of times. And he had that Sonics like uh, thing on at the end of his bed too. I noticed that too because I was trying to figure out exactly where they were. So, Well, I yeah, doesn't that, he have a giant uh, – what is it? It's Puget, Puget uh, Sound. Puget Sound map, you know, like a normal kid would have in uh, their bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Just loves geography. Just loves Just the look of the in, bay. Just moved in, got to learn the lay of the land. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely in the Seattle area of some sort. Um, so, yeah, Buddy hits a basket. The place goes nuts during this halftime act. Like, they love it. After, you know, I guess – is this the scene where uh, – yeah, but he, he's not he's a little hesitant right oh he gets dunked yeah, yeah. on the first one yeah he, takes he doesn't a react at all yeah yeah he would have been in weekend whoopsies for sure <laughs> um second half of the game so coach takes out larry because he's a ball hog and he is there's no doubt i mean larry's the best player but he's he doesn't trust his teammates mm-hmm. wolves are down three 15 seconds ago ball finds its way to josh he lets it fly and like he's back out at the abandoned church court he misses it by about five feet 
Though we get one of my favorite lines from the movie after the game from Coach who says, that dog couldn't give a rat's behind about his point <laughs> average or if it's MVP. He just loves to play the game. <laughs> so true. That dog couldn't give a rat's behind about his point average. It's such an amazing line. I think Coach has the best lines in this movie. Um so yeah, so they lose. That's the classic, like, oh, you were going to be the hero, and then you think he might hit it, but nope, nope, we got to save that for later. So because of all this, like, this dog is such big news in Fernfield that it's like on the ne- on the um, you know the news the nightly news it's in every newspaper, and I guess the clown that's how the clown tracks Buddy down, right? He sees him on TV, yeah, and he gets to him real quick, and then we get the emotional scene here, JD. We get you know him showing up to take back buddy and josh yelling to to the clown he hates you he hates <laughs> you you did this didn't tug at your heartstrings no <laughs> nope not one bit you think the dog should have went back to the clown because he had the papers well i mean he was his rightful owner so. <laughs> yeah but he abandoned true this is, was, a do- this is a stolen dog he was on his way though no because he was on his way to take him to the pound he'd given up on him yeah. So he, he uh, those those papers didn't make count for anything because he he'd quit on his dog. So bad luck, you miss out, clown. Can't come back it, now just because he's yeah, famous. Yeah, exactly. He's like, oh my god, the dog I had can hit the odd basket. Also, you were throwing ninety-five mile per hour <laughs> fastballs at the dog's face from like three feet away, and he was catching them no problem. You had something there um, yeah. if you had just focused on it a little bit more. So. Josh then, uh, he tracks down the clown's residence because the clown gave him a business card. Bad move by the clown there. That was his worst mistake he did. Um, But he's trying to get business. I get it. Um, And we get like a scene where he's like talking on the phone. I don't want my dog doing beer commercials while he's, while he's saying this, he's like standing in front of an empty windowsill with like 30 Budweiser's lined up in it. What, I, what okay. was the point of him pushing back on the beer, beer commercials? I, I don't understand that. Don't he has know. ethics. But he yeah. doesn't have ethics. He was, he's basically, well, hold on. How, how much are we talking about here? I mean, what are you, ta- what, what are you doing, clown? What I, are you doing? I, I laughed out loud when he signed something in the comically sized <laughs> yeah. pen, though. That was pretty funny. Um, so then Josh breaks Buddy out of the backyard, and we get that pickup truck chase scene and mm. where the car is just falling apart. Couldn't help but think of the uh, focus group scene from I Think You Should Leave. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a good steering wheel that doesn't fly up while you're driving. Oh, my God. It's, it's the steering wheel literally falls off. I think that's where they got the idea from. Oh, yeah. This, uh, this scene is actually the best scene in the movie, I think. It's the drive, the driving scene. The yeah, the chase, the chase. The, the the buddy rescue scene. It's very well crafted in terms of you know you always know where everyone is. Like mm-hmm. the the slapstick of he throws the the truck that's constantly on fire into like forward instead of reverse, and they're just like it's completely bonkers. Like the, the as you say, the the truck's falling apart. And he, you know, he's a menace to society. Really. JD, JD, sorry to interrupt. Did you time that line perfectly with something backing up? You said you didn't know what you knew whether the thing was in forward or reverse. There's literally yeah. someone backing up at the exact same time. Did you edit that I, in? I didn't. Uh, it's not oh. on my end. Oh, wow. Amazing. My favorite part of that was what was the picnic, the couple having the picnic. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Just another shout out to the uh, the props department on this movie. The the picnic basket, I freeze framed this as well. This is what was in it. Sticking it is the biggest picnic basket of all time. 
<laughs> and there was sitting next to it is a massive salad, right? <laughs> and a humongous sandwich. This isn't even in the basket. And then sticking out of the top of the largest picnic basket they could find is a full bunch of grapes and in a bunch of like many, many bananas, apples, <laughs> a humongous <laughs> loaf of bread, and a pineapple. <laughs> for two people sounds like a feast yeah for two people who are like clearly stunt people right they didn't even bother putting them in like <laughs> in costumes or anything and they're obviously not together because they go in for this awkward kiss with a, a jalopy speeding towards them and then they dive out of the way but oh my god it's like you know preposterous but again Fairfield Anything can happen. What's it called? Yep. Fairfield? Fernfield. Fernfield. Fernfield, yeah. Fernfield, Everything man. is possible. My favorite uh, part of this was the captain of the water taxi or the driver or whatever it is. This kid um, breaks a dog out. We see um, an old truck drive into Puget Sound. Then the captain of the water taxi takes this kid away and says nothing to him. He yeah, says yeah. literally nothing. Yeah. He's like, just another day on the boats. <laughs> like, he sees this every day. He sees a, a pickup truck on the loose go into that sound every day. Was that Mark McGrath's first acting role? It sure looked like Sugar Ray. Yeah. Yeah. You, I, I think if you rewatch that scene, too, I do think the guy driving the water taxi looks directly at the camera. I'm almost positive he makes eye contact with the camera lens. Wow. Uh, yeah, and and he drops off Josh and Buddy um, somewhere, you know, some, I don't know, some other island or An some island, other part. An abandoned grassy island. Yeah. <laughs> and Josh, like, slips him like a 20 because the guy waits for him. So he must have paid him pretty well. Yeah, I never... Never thought of that. Yeah, he waits for him because we get... Okay, this is where we get the emotional goodbye scene. Uh, Trey, you said it. Very oh, reminiscent. Man. Very reminiscent of uh, John Lithgow yelling at Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. Get out of here! Can't you see we don't want you anymore? <laughs> I wish Josh punched Buddy right in the face so much like that scene from Harry and the Hendersons. I rewatched that. I was in tears. <laughs> I'm talking about Harry and the Hendersons when John Lithgow punches <laughs> Tears oh crying God. or tears laughing? Oh, in laughing my ass off. It is. They put in a great sound effect too with John punching Harry in the face. Anyway, Josh doesn't punch. He doesn't punch Buddy. He does the old, uh, you know, he's like, yeah, same idea. Like, get out of here. I don't want you. Don't you understand? How many times has this happened in a movie? I mean, it's... <laughs> oh, tons. I yeah, mean, it happened in Game trope. of Thrones. It happened in, in Harry and the Hendersons, White Fang. Anything else? I mean, I feel like I've seen it a hundred times. Yeah, the, the I love you so much I have to be angry with you right. to, to, to save you, I guess. Um, he also, Josh, chucks the ball into the fourth. Damn good throw. I think yeah. he's playing the wrong sport. I think mm-hmm. he definitely should be playing baseball because he guns that thing. And I and I went back to make sure it wasn't like a quick, um, you know, stunt double there. Like, did it flash to like a man chucking mm-hmm. that? It, it was. It appeared to be Josh wow. or the actor that played Josh. Yeah, he guns that thing. So yeah, so he's gone. Buddy's gone. And then we get to the state. Only a couple more scenes left. We get the well, state on. championship. Before game. we yeah, move on, here's a tip: if you're going to abandon a Labrador. Don't do it on an island. Like, they're the best swimmer dogs there is. Like, there's no better swimmer than a lab. Well, that's not a lab. It's a golden retriever. Golden it? retriever, whatever. Okay. You're saying he, he's, he's a good swim. swimmer. He tried to swim, but it was too far Yeah, you know why? Deep. Because he's 10 years old, man. He's not a <laughs> three-year-old dog. Oh, uh, yeah. We're lucky we didn't lose him in that scene, to be honest. 
<laughs> so, so, well, what would you have done then, JD? What's the best way to get rid of a golden retriever that you truly love but can't have around because you don't want the clown to come back and abduct them? Well, you, you have to do it on land and you have to do it in a car. You like You have to just throw the basketball out and then jump in a car and drive away very, very fast. Because that okay. slow little water taxi, I mean, I've tried to leave a lab or a, re- a retriever or any kind of dog just on a cot- at a cottage and speed off in a speedboat or, or like, a, you know, or a canoe or something. <laughs> You're not getting rid of that dog. Like, that dog is with you. And for the sake of the dog, you have to go back to the dog and, all right, take the dog upstairs to the cottage. Come on. Like, because he's uh, going to follow you no matter what. All right. He would drown himself to follow you. All right. Right, right. Okay, I see what you're saying. So maybe, yeah, he should have at least, well, I guess he didn't want to put a chain on him. He didn't want to put a leash on him because then he's stuck there. Okay, I see Just drown the dog. Why not just drown the dog and then you're releasing him from, you know, you can't keep the dog and you don't want the the clown to have the dog, so just drown him. Oh my God, I thought I was bad for saying punch the dog in the face like John (laughs) This guy wants to drown the dog. Do him a favor. Um, All right, well, we get to the state championship game. Yeah, Larry plays for the for the Warriors now, the Sex Warriors. I like to imagine they're actually <laughs> called. Uh, that's a little throwback um, shout out there. Um, so the Wolves are down like 16 with seven minutes to go. Number three fouls out again. As I said, he's gone. This guy just hacks. He can't play defense to save his life. Then we lose two more Wolves players because they go down fighting for a rebound. Um, and the coach drops another awesome line. He said, "Dog's a registered member of the team." <laughs> <laughs> Can't argue that. He practices. Uh, he practices. It's right there. You know, it's, it's nothing where a dog can't play basketball. Um, and then Buddy's a game changer. I mean, yeah, he scores. I think he scores, I don't know, like, is it something like 10 points or something like that? I know he gets a couple at the free throw line, but he really brings it defensively. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, like, he is popping that ball out left and right. I, th- I think there's, like, four or five steals that he racks up here, and then he's quite the assist man, too. He sort of does it all. I, I was shocked by how good Buddy is uh, – on the defensive end of the floor. Yeah, not dissimilar to a rim-running center in that he only has one shot. He's doing that little pop-up shot when Josh tosses him an alley-oop, but he's playing defense. He's taking up space. I like that they get him on the court for a sideline out of bounds, and he makes a play right away. <laughs> Josh yeah. and and I Buddy think that's where the problem is, the though, break. Trey. Trey, that's the problem, though. The first play is him guarding the inbounder, sort of. He's sort of by the <laughs> yep. inbounder. The inbounder just kind of gives him the ball like it was his dog. <laughs> Right? Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. So he's like, oh, okay. Yeah, this dog can play. He just gave it Bud confidence. Yeah, Warriors are falling apart there. Good. Mm. Their leader, Larry Willingham, the guy switched teams mid, uh, mid-season. mid You can't trust him to, to show up in a big moment like that. <laughs> but a guy that did show up in the big moment, Air Bud, because we, like I said, Isla was in tears at the part where he's telling him to leave. Just, just bawling. And that's maybe, you know, five or ten minutes before Air Bud shows up. And even my five-year-old... Through tears, bawling. Like, How did he get there? <laughs> I'm like, well, you ask a good question. I don't know. He couldn't get off the island before, but apparently he somehow got off and made his way back in time for the game. Yeah, he didn't take the rejection like to heart either. He's like, ah, oh, that's all fine. I'm back. Don't worry. You can leave me. You can abandon me. I'll keep on coming back. I mean, I guess that's what dogs are, though, aren't they? They just True. love it. They, they love any sort of affection and attention. He it turns up great. and he goes straight in the court. It would have been great if like they panned over to the to the door, corner of the gym, and we see the water taxi guy just like <laughs> yeah. arms crossed, like, you know, nodding, like, I did it. I got this dog back for you. 
Um, we get the uh, the 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 other team's coach, and so not Coach Cheney. Um, just continuing to yell, could someone cover the dog? <laughs> he he yells that like four or five times. <laughs> Team is not taking uh, you know directions very well. I legit gasped out loud when Larry hip checks the dog. <laughs> did, did anybody else like react to that? He nails the dog. Hmm. I wanted him to. I thought he was going to yell out. Willingham rules. His family is a, is a real O'Doyle rules yeah. family. He's got the vibe for sure. Yeah, the dad and him. Um, and then we get Josh with the final shot again. Throws it up. I, I was shocked. It was very Kawhi Leonard-like versus the Sixers game seven. That thing hit the rim four times. And then it drops. They win on the three-pointer. But did you notice? There's a second remaining on the clock. Did that not notice me. that. That bothered me. For sure. I mean, they should have had a chance. Uh, draw something up for Larry, see what happens, you know? Uh, but uh, they don't even – it's just game. Game over. Well, here's, so, here, this is what bothers me about that scene. Because yes. flashback, it's exactly like shot for shot, frame for frame, the exact same situation as the previous game where there's yeah. four seconds left. Josh shoots the ball. He misses, right? Yeah. Then he gets lectured by coach. When you play for yourself, you lose, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're in the final game. There's four seconds left. Pretty much in the same spot on the court, and then what does he do? He just he takes the shot. Yeah, and it, yeah, there's a think, buzzer think, beater, and he wins a game. Yeah, but in the game before though, there was a couple of guys open on the court as well. And I guess think who was it. open? Buddy yeah. was open. No, wide no, no. open. I think uh, in the game before though, I thought I saw that, and I thought the coach was saying, you know, you should have passed it to one of the other guys who was like open. Yeah, but he was open and on his team. <laughs> and he hasn't was he missed a shot. Three point line, though? Yeah, but he can't shoot a three. That's yeah. the problem. He doesn't he can't he can't tip it up from He's there. Old school. The anyway, my yeah. point my <laughs> point is what is the lesson that, that Josh learned? Like I don't understand. I don't understand. Just have your dog by your side. I you guess. have magic powers. I guess yeah. that time was for the love of the game. Uh, for, Ooh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. First thing is love of the fame. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you would think the movie might end there, but no. We get this <laughs> final scene at the courtroom, uh, fighting over the custody of Buddy. Um, you, know, you know, first the clown in his professional gear, uh, bold move, showing up like that at the courthouse, um, and they're battling, and like we've got this judge, like he's tired and barking going on. Coach Cheney barges in. And he says, hey, we should let the dog decide. Because he's of legal age. Right. Right, because that's where he points out this dog's like three or four years old. In dog years, that means he's uh, of age. He can decide for himself in, in human years. We take it outside the courtroom and we get... Um, we, we do get one little payoff here because I was wondering this whole movie why Buddy kept stealing those papers. Mm-hmm. I really was like legit confused by that every time they showed buddy going out there he steals the paper you don't know what he does with it the mom's always out there looking for it by the way she goes outside one time in her socks <laughs> doesn't even put on like, uh-huh. ducky boots or slippers just straight up white socks like just completely yeah. ruins those socks but uh we get the payoff here i guess right because you know everybody buddy come here and the clown's like come here buddy and then he decides to pull out a newspaper and you know starts doing the old slapping in his hand. And so what? We're led to believe that he was beating the dog with newspapers, right? Which is why Buddy was hiding them. Ah, uh, that's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. right. Right. You actually, there is a scene at the very beginning of the movie before he takes him out of the crate to go into the birthday party, where 
Or no, is it afterwards? Anyway, he does hit the crate with a newspaper. Oh, I didn't notice that. But okay. yeah, I only noticed until I went back. Or right. basically, it sort of dawned on me when she finds 800 newspapers in her backyard. It's like, oh, that's why they're doing this ridiculous gag. <laughs> and by the way, I love how she walks out to the, the curb every single time, for weeks on end, every <laughs> single day looking for her paper. It's like, when are you going to finally... Just say, it's not coming today. It's not. Yeah. I, I don't get a paper anymore. But yeah, she does. Yeah, that, I guess she finds them right before the clown shows up to take Buddy back. Right? Isn't she yeah. digging away? She's got a cool hat on. Um, <laughs> yeah. She's digging away in the garden. That's where she finds them all. Because that's where Buddy's been hiding them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's worried about, worried about. I guess, you know, getting hit with the newspaper, even with his new family. I... I was a little confused why Buddy took so damn long to decide where he wanted to go, though. Like, he was considering the clown. Why? Yeah, he just won the championship, and he was still considering going back to the clown. Like, that's crazy, you know? I mean, yeah. and it doesn't really track with anything that has happened earlier in the movie. The man ditches him on the side of the road, but Buddy doesn't go back to where he lives. Right. But when Josh ditches him on an island, he shows up at the gym. Come on, man. Yeah. Get yeah. serious. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's how it ends. I mean, we, that's our really our ending shot. Um uh, before we roll the credits, uh, are there any? Mm-hmm. I, I, we're going to get into all the sequel talk, and I've got a sort of a almost a, a fun top five slash sort of trivia for you guys in a weird way. But is there any other random observations, questions that you had about good old Airbud? Well, you said the credits there, Skeets, and one thing that was listed in the credits was no special effects were used <laughs> in the make in the making of the basketball scenes. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bud, a professional. And as this wrapped up, as those credits were rolling, it reminded me of, took me back to the beginning of the movie. It was such a drastically different feeling from watching Uncut Gems starting last week. (laughs) Watching Uncut Gems, there was that feeling of, wow, this is a movie. I don't know what's going to happen exactly. I'm really looking forward to this. And then this week, those 90 minutes, uh, it it was rough. It yeah. was rough. <laughs> it was. I stopped yeah. after 30 minutes. Like, I just stopped and went outside for a bit. <laughs> I was like, man, we're barely even playing basketball in this movie. We got another hour to go. I know exactly how this is going to end. I'll, I'll circle back to this, but, but by God, I'm happy I did. Just one thing off your credits there, that note, Tass. I saw that the late, great Roger Ebert, he once wrote in his review of this movie, and I don't think he was being funny, but maybe he was. He wrote... I don't want to know what kind of trickery was used to create the dog's game scenes. Whatever it was, it worked. (laughs) So he was all in on that dog, you know, playing basketball. And they did shoot it. I will give him credit that they shot it enough to make it, you know, to appear that, yeah, he is, you know, using his schnoz to knock down these shots. Like, who knows how many takes it took. I'm sure it took a lot. But, uh, yeah, it wasn't like the classic cutaway too often of, like, he hits it and then ooh, right. close up of the rim and the thing goes in. There wasn't that many, that many uh, shots of that. No, I agree. No. It was it was all it, not believable, but it seemed it. I was never taken out of the basketball scenes, really. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I come suppose. on, come on. Letterman <laughs> believed it. Bob Saget believed it. Dave Coulier had to say, "Cut it out. Get out of here. That's unbelievable. What you're doing there." <laughs> Come on, he's a and legend. 
Yeah, it's pretty pretty amazing. Um, I listened to a, a podcast called Mad About Movies. Uh, they they reviewed Air Bud recently, actually. Um, I listened to them on a run yesterday, and I think uh, one or two of the guys maybe also uh, had something to do with that article that you mentioned, Tass, uh, on the Athletic uh, about the like an oral history of Air Bud with right. all of these clips that you're sort of pointing out and stuff like that. I think they're they're connected somehow, but. You had a great point, one of the guys, one of the hosts of this Mad About Movies podcast. How did Nike, like, not sue the pants off of Air Bud? Like, just naming it Air Bud off of, of course, like, the Air Jordan craze. Mm. They, were just, they were just totally fine. They're like, ah, we're not, uh, not going to be selling shoes to dogs in the immediate <laughs> future, so go ahead and have some fun with it. A little shocking. That's a great question. Right? Um, although, while I was running, too, I saw two golden retrievers. <laughs> and I got super excited while listening to this uh, podcast review. I think I yelled something at them, like, uh, do you know Air Bud? <laughs> just pulled the, the basketball out of your knapsack and gave him a toss. I showed them. See if they had it in them. Yeah, maybe they were, because uh, I think they, uh, what the original Air Bud, Buddy, Buddy OG, um, they saved his semen. Because, uh <laughs> Oh yeah, is that what they used in that water or wallpaper paste (laughs) scene when the mom is just covered (laughs) in paste? (laughs) (laughs) I hope not. I hope not. Uh, Anything else? Any other? Any other random questions? Yeah, it's funny that you bring up the name Airbud because do they even call him Airbud in the movie once? No, I don't think so. I don't think so because I did either. Maybe it was in that article or on that podcast. Yeah, they talked. I think it was on the podcast. They talked about. it probably should have just been called... It was going to be called maybe just Buddy. Yeah. But I think there was a previous movie about a chimpanzee named mm. Buddy. And they were like, well, we got to name it something else. And then they probably, again, off of like the Jordan Bulls craze, went with Air Bud. Yeah. yeah, well, that's very weird then that the line where the principal says, a regular Michael Wolf Jordan, how is it not... The NBA has Air Jordan, we've got Air Bud. Yeah. There's so many ways you could have just slipped it in there if you know yeah. you're going to have to name the movie, but apparently they recorded it all and then hopped on Google be like, oh man, there's already a movie called Buddy? This sucks. What are we going to call it? Yeah. Air Bud? Fine. He doesn't even jump? Who cares? Air Bud is a good name. It is better for some reason than Air Buddy, too, right? Definitely. It just maybe it's like the three letter three letter thing there. I don't know. It just works. Air Bud. Even though they, you're right. They never call him Bud, and never call him Air Bud. Just Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before we talk about the sequels, a quick word from DoorDash. The spread of the coronavirus across the United States has caused a generalized shutdown of the public life. Schools closed. Sports canceled. Concerts over. Thankfully, a majority of restaurants in my neck of the woods are still kicking, and real talk, they need us now more than ever. Continue supporting restaurants in your community safely, because there are thousands of restaurants open for delivery on DoorDash that need your service. You get fed, and you support your favorite go-to spots. That's a win-win, and we need all those we can get right now. Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and your food will be left at your door. Keeping everyone safe with the DoorDash. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more and zero delivery fees for their first month when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code NODUNKS. That's one word. That's $5 off your first order and zero delivery fees for a month when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code NODUNKS. Don't forget, I don't know why you would, because I just told you, that's code NODUNKS for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. Okay, so there are a million sequels to this thing. Um, 
I, has anyone watched any of the other Air Bud uh, movies? <laughs> Was nope. anyone so uh, into the original Air Bud that they had to fire up Air Bud Golden Receiver after? <laughs> Not me, no. I don't know. No? Because no. it is crazy. Air Bud 97, Air Bud Golden Receiver 98, that is where he's playing American football. Air Bud World Pup 2000, that's where he's um, playing soccer, of course. World Cup, World Pup. Air Bud, seventh inning fetch. Great name. He makes the baseball mm-hmm, team, becomes mm-hmm. a star. Air Bud spikes back, um, but he tackles volleyball. That's 2003. And then just like all these other, like, I guess they're called Air Buddies, and they're like considered spin offs of the original series because they're focused on Buddies puppies. They were all direct to video, but there's Air Buddies, Snow Buddies, Space Buddies, Santa oh Buddies, oh Spooky Buddies, Treasure Buddies, <laughs> and then Super Buddies. JD, you might be uh, interested in Super Buddies. They um they find rings that grant them superpowers. Okay. Yeah. All right. No Come idea in. if it's DC or MCU though. <laughs> um, and then there was even prequels to the Santa Buddies. There's like these other two movies. So there's just they made so many of these things. But I thought I would hit you guys with sort of a fun top five. Again, a little trivia based because I'm going to give you a potential idea for another Air Bud sequel. And I want you to tell me what sport Air Bud or Buddy has mastered. Okay? Top five, top five, top five. Top five, top five, top five. At number five, Air Bud, roll over. Lee? WrestleMania? WrestleMania something? No, Lee, you should really get this one. AFL? What rhymes with roll over in a sport? This one's the toughest one, probably. I shouldn't have started with this Oh, cricket. Ball over. That's right, Lee. Lee. Buddy takes up cricket. Now, you could have also (laughs) called this Air Bud the Barksman. Instead of Batsman? I don't know. uh, I guess it's more reasonable that a dog would be able to bat in cricket than throw in cricket. Well, you've got, to, you've got to put on all the pads and the helmet, then hold a bat. So I think probably bowling, he could just throw it out of his mouth, you know? How, what, we just spit it out? Yeah, spit it out. Yeah, it could be, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what Shane Warne does with one of his deliveries as a flipper, oh. so, you know. Okay. Shaggy yeah. Warren. Okay. All right, next one, number four. You tell me the sport. Air Bud Doggy Paddle. Swimming. Swimming. No, you think uh, it would be an ping, Olympic swimmer. Ping pong. Ping pong. Ding, ding, ding. That's right. That one throws you for a loop. Maybe he is both in this movie. Air Bud doggy paddle. All right, next one. Air Bud parallel bark. Gymnastics. That's right. The parallel oh, barks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does all gymnastics. All <laughs> now, he could. Yeah, I can see a dog actually excelling in that, where he doesn't need to actually hold on to anything else. He can just use his athletics to his advantage you know dogs are pretty athletic so yeah that one would work well yeah hold on maybe the floor exercise i can't yeah. see a dog doing the parallel bars all <laughs> oh, easy he jumps up there they just have to you know have to adjust them for his height but i think you can see him you know hooking his paws underneath and doing a couple of backflips for sure no, you need okay. opposable thumbs for that don't you no, well, no, no. He would just have to, you know, go under his armpit areas, you know, and flip himself around like that. No. Okay. Uh, uh, he could only get one flip in. Come on, you're crazy. No uh, flips I th- there. I think he could do a couple of flips once he works up that momentum. You know, you see him. They don't just go in there straight into it. They do a couple to warm up, and then they, especially when they dismount, they do two or three flips then. So, you know, I think I think there's something there for that one. Okay, you're into Airbud Parallel Bark. Um, at number two, Airbud Deuce. 
Tennis. Tennis. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. oh nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I was like, no way, this guy can throw a curveball. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was given maybe giving the signal to his spike volleyball or his beach volleyball partner. We're running oh, the deuce. Throwing it up the twos, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my favorite, though, uh, also, I guess, a little dirty like deuce, uh, Airbud Dump and Chase. <laughs> Hockey. Playing with Lanny McDonald. <laughs> he could be the coach. <laughs> <laughs> Playing that devil style of hockey, dump and chase. That's good for a dog. And maybe he takes a little dump on the ice, it turns into the puck, and then they like play chase. They, they throw it in. Uh, you so think there's he's wearing some skates or no skates? Ooh, I guess he'd have to wear skates. Yeah. He appears to like footwear. Yeah, he's actually all right with the shoes. You're right. And try, I mean, you've ever, I mean, JD, you had a lot of dogs. Like, dogs don't like things on their feet. No dog I've ever had. Yeah. It's a well behaved <laughs> dog. Uh, also, just off of this, the mom at one point says to Josh, I swear you're going to grow up to be a lawyer one day. And that, like, that stuck with me because I kept thinking if they're, and there are rumors that they're going to be doing another Airbud, like it's coming back. Um, wow. But I was like, hmm, if Josh did grow up to be a lawyer and maybe we get away from the sports world, like, what would you call, like, what would you call Airbud, like, the lawyer version, you know? Like, that he becomes, like, a defendant or something like that. Is there any, uh, hmm. any good dog puns in the lawyering world? This is when we need Matt Austin. Yeah, yeah. Just I mean, think it over. Think it over. But uh, I think that's cool. he's a good. He's he's a good pause secutor. Okay, <laughs> okay. A bit of a stretch, but that's not bad. What about, what about collared? I guess he's more of a cop in <laughs> that bud. instance. If you're collared, Judge Bud. <laughs> Judge Bud. Okay, Simple. Judge Bud is fun. Judge Bud is fun to say. Yeah, that makes sense actually because it's a whole different series where he's just doing yeah. more. Yeah, he's doing legal work. I think uh, this is a great idea. We've already seen Buddy in a courtroom. He's able to handle himself in there. He keeps it under control, even when the fate of where he's going to be living is under consideration. I would actually say that was the, that scene was when Buddy was. Well, no, I guess he also went nuts at the birthday party and he went crazy in the house with the paint, but he was barking up a storm. That gavel. True, true. He I mean, it really gavel. triggered him. Yeah. He was, uh, that's the loudest we had heard, buddy. I don't remember buddy having barked at all in the rest of the movie. Did he? Not a bark. Uh, uh, a whimper and a, a yelp here and there, but I, I don't But remember. he was going nuts in the courtroom. Yeah. Um, but yeah, okay, so there's something there. If you have better ideas for what we could uh, potentially name uh, the Airbud legal series, maybe Judge Bud it is. Um, but I think Josh has to be a lawyer. I think that just makes sense in the <laughs> canon of it all. All right, let's, uh, let's give our grades. Let's score this thing. Um, before we do, the critic score on Rotten Tomatoes, 45%. The audience score, based off of like 300,000 plus user ratings, 38%. Mm. So the critics liked it a little bit more. But uh, most people hated this movie. Cass, what do you? Uh, what's your grading scale? What are you giving this? I've got five vanilla pudding cups out, but four are empty. It's just one vanilla pudding cup out of five. Mm, tough, tough. Trey, that's crazy. My rating system was snack packs as well. I'm one out of six. I hated this movie. This was a terrible movie for kids. I can see exactly why user scores are so low. If you're a parent, you're putting this on, you're thinking, oh, this will be nice for my kids. And you start with an abusive clown. You've got an abusive coach. You've got a kid who is by himself 
overnight, like when he remodeled the court, he tore down something because the kid's like a 25 year old man, tears down, <laughs> tears down a fence all by himself, paints an entire court all by himself. He's just playing behind a church all by himself for hours and nights at a time. Then it comes back and all you get is a dog playing basketball for about 10 minutes. This movie, it's trash. Oh, wow. Uh, Lee, what do you think? I'm giving it zero paws out of four. Doesn't zero. even get one paw. It doesn't even get one paw. It's zero. It's that bad. Oh, we forgot to ask you, Lee. What did you think about Josh's skills at uh, recreating or painting a, a court at oh, the abandoned good. church? We know you've yeah. done it. Yeah, pretty pretty good, really, wasn't it? I mean, he cleaned it up, all those leaves. He got. He had to rake all those out of there first. And then, uh, yeah, it looked pretty nice and neat. So he was pretty good at that sort of stuff. Maybe he's got a career in uh, some sort of art design or, you know, some, something with the creativity work there. Because, yeah, it looked Copyright pretty great law. to me. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Okay, so zero out of four paws. You hated this yep, movie. I hated wow. it. Uh, JD, we know you were not a big fan. What are you? What are you giving? Yeah, it? I mean, there's one scene in the movie that really sort of sums up what a complete and utter mess it is, and it is. It's just a throwaway scene, really. The mom is making deals on the phone, napkin deals. She's trying to make dinner, right? <laughs> yep. She's like just running over to pots and pans that are flying off the stove and stuff. But Josh is already eating. In fact, he's almost done his SpaghettiOs that he has fashioned into uh, the shape of a dog in the bottom of his bowl. And his mother says to him, Josh, would you please eat something? It's just a circular trope that doesn't go anywhere and doesn't mean anything. And by the way, the SpaghettiOs that, uh, that Josh fed Air Bud, I mean... I can't imagine the diarrhea that he would have had after the all of the <laughs> the, the the pudding pot the puddings and the spaghettios. Uh, anyways, my I'm I'm going away from my uh, my bobbleheads and I'm gonna rate this ten cans of spaghettios. Ten being the worst because of the explosive diarrhea. Out of ten, out of ten spaghettio oh cans. Oh my goodness! So oddly, a perfect score, but in a bad way. I finally know how Lee Ellis felt eating Taco Bell. It's oh. garbage. Wow! Wow! Everybody, no, I, nothing I, wrong I, with SpaghettiOs, man. No, I, spaghettios. I love SpaghettiOs. I got nothing nothing against SpaghettiOs, but don't feed your dog SpaghettiOs multiple cans at once. And that's a good tip, probably. Um, I'm I like this movie a little bit more than you guys, mainly because I liked how crappy it was. Um, and then getting to talk about it, uh, which was, for me at least, and hopefully for the listener, a little enjoyable. I mean, we went through the whole damn movie basically scene <laughs> by scene. So I'm going to give it, um, I'll give it two Arthur Cheney Knicks cards out of five. Uh, one of them signed. One of them definitely dead, <laughs> uh, the player on the card. Um, because uh, like I said, we got to do this one and then I, ha I was laughing out loud. This is before I had ever even watched the movie. I listened to that mad about movies podcast of them talking about Airbud, and these guys were funny guys. I was laughing on my run. And again, I never even seen the damn movie. So, uh, <laughs> there's something about breaking down this Airbud movie and these series, uh, that, uh, is enjoyable to me. So two out of five Arthur Cheney Knicks cards, but that's what we think. Let's hear from you guys. Let us know on Twitter, hashtag no dunks at no dunks Inc. Were you a fan of Air Bud? Was this a chore for you watching it? Um, do your kids like it? All of that good stuff. 
That's it for us today. We got a whole new week of podcasts coming for you. We'll be stepping on the beach, of course, on Wednesday. Get your questions in right now. No dunks at theathletic.com. We got a new squad coming up. Uh, it's, uh, Hope you're hungry. Yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be pretty funny, I think. So that's coming up soon, and and a, and a ton more podcasts here that we got. Survivor podcast, uh, everything. So just make sure you subscribe, Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And remember, ain't no rule saying a dog can't play basketball. Embrace the day, people. You could stay. Every minute